Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. back to another episode of talking fast alongside me is manager jacob now normally we kick off by me asking you what you're drinking first but i'm gonna use my what are we drinking time to surprise you with something whoa stand by this could be huge this could be i typically don't do well with surprises so i'm kind of nervous me neither I don't oh, do well i'm nervous either. okay so a few weeks ago you came back from mexico and you talked about drinking aloe oh, and then no. i didn't think you had ever dr- tried aloe juice before by the I sounds of it i still haven't so i brought aloe vera <laughs> juice for you to try and i picked one that has lots of good floating oh, bits this in looks it juicy did you bring one for yourself as well absolutely not okay so what does we have we have an original aloe aloe vera drink uh product of korea okay let's give this a go it's literally from dollarama so it might be questionable first of all asmr again you need a big gulp because I need to know how the little bits taste. First of all, smell. It smells like, um, you know when you get like like a new binder or something <laughs> uh, to start the school That's year? <laughs> smells a little bit like rubber. But let's, oh, give it, let's give it a go. Like fresh school supplies. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I almost threw it up immediately because they, they're like little worms that just came you know, and like swam into my mouth. Let's do, I'll do more. <laughs> You're like barely sipping. <laughs> it 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 uh, it's a it's a liquid that tastes or feels like a solid. Uh, I'm gonna say that's a miss. That's a mess. I appreciate you bringing that. I and, just needed uh, to. I needed. It's so funny because you brought Oreos 
where like yes. that was delicious and wonderful. And, yes. I, and I was at the dollar store and I was like, ha ha, I have we're to on get a, this up. We're on a landslide right now. Okay, I was going to say I was drinking something completely opposite, but that's even better. Um, I think we can just end the what are you drinking? Yeah, let's move on from today. the, let's move on from that and never go back to it. Let's skip to what we're reading and watching this week. Sarah, what do you got? So I've been watching How I Met Your Father. Okay. Which is the Hilary Duff spinoff version of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. It's like the same formula. It's literally a carbon copy of the show, but it's just with a new cast. It's one of those shows that's like so bad, it's good. You know what mm. I mean? Like it's it's cheesy. It's like the jokes are are like kind of corny, but I still enjoy watching it. Like I don't know it's but there's also a lot of cameos, which makes it fun. Okay. I got to check this out because How I Met Your Mother was... And it is that is kind of corny. No, so as it well. is. It's literally like carbon copy. Like the the it's corny and like the way they wrote How I Met Your Father is yeah, very similar to how was, they're doing this. That's like a comfort show, and that's for a me. sign that's of like, the time. So you would like this one then? Okay, I'll give it a go. I'll yeah, give it a go. it's good. I I they're like halfway through season two right now, and I've been watching from the beginning. I watch it for Hillary Duff, and as you've talked about before, Hillary Duff is a celebrity crush celebrity of crush. yours. So Hillary, if you're watching, this is another call it for Hillary Duff to please come <laughs> on talking about. She said she talks a lot. On, an, a, on another podcast I was listening to, and the talking lot, fast and a lot fast. is similar. 100%. So. Done what about, deal. What about you? Uh, I binged another show. I, I, I wow. never binged shows before, but I'm on a roll right you now. You uh, Amazon Prime, or Prime Video. Yes. Uh, the Consultant with Christoph Waltz. Is that his name? I think so. Uh, really good show. Starts off a little, I didn't know what to think if I was going to continue it, but I stuck it out and actually really entertaining. I'm realizing right now we talked about this pre-show and I thought you were talking about the recruit on Netflix with Noah Centineo and okay, that it's not the same thing. Okay, this is why we had a... Because you're looking at me like, who? And I was like, yeah, Noah Centineo's in that show. <laughs> like I saw him in Montreal when he was filming it last year. And I never know like actors' names no, unless well, you, they're Or really television well shows or yeah, anything really. You know, exactly. <laughs> okay, so Prime Video, the Prime consultant. Video, consultant. I see the ads for it when I watch Daisy Jones and the Six. So. I would say watch it. And that's why I was also so confused when you say that the... the said that they shot it in Montreal. I was like, I'm pretty sure it was in LA. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm glad we clarified that. Okay. And finally, what are we listening to? Right okay. Now? I know a few episodes ago, I declared song of the summer. I'm ready to do it again. And it, maybe gonna, I'll just create a songs of the summer playlist. You're going to have to even like link it and we can link it on all the yeah, socials. And it's, and it's maybe even worse that I'm declaring this song of the summer when this original song came out last year. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure I get it right. It's Someone Will Love You Better by Johnny Orlando. However, it's the new Zach, what's his name, Taboodlo version. Do I know any of these people? Absolutely not. Are, is it a banger? Yeah. Johnny Orlando is like a little teen heartthrob sweetheart. He might not be a teenager anymore, but that's like who he is. He's Amazing. Canadian. It really? Yeah, Johnny Orlando is Canadian. Let's get Johnny Orlando on the pod because I, I'm ready to talk about how many how, how many bangers he's got. <laughs> he does. He actually does have a lot of bangers. Okay. Uh, what about you? What are you listening to? Um, I'm back on my Taylor Swift grind because I don't have any concerts coming up right now. Like your Taylor Swift grind. Like, like this I is constantly work. This is no, work like for I you. <laughs> I constantly go back and forth to Taylor. Like I'll go and listen to somebody when I'm like going to a show, right, and then yeah. I'll go back to Taylor Swift, and I'll go back to like whatever back so and wait, forth. You've been and I was in my rep era. Yeah. What are you wearing you now? Um, I've been listening a lot to Folklore and Evermore. Shockingly, I think it's because it's like kind of like dark and gloomy outside. There's this really good playlist that it's like Folklore and Evermore. Someone's gone through and just like every other song, they flip it back and forth. So you listen to like one Folklore, one Evermore, but it's the whole album still in proper order. So that's what I've been listening to, and I think it's just because it's like cozy vibes. What's your favorite track off of both? August? August. Yeah, and okay. Champagne Problems. Okay. Actually, yeah, 
I don't know. It changes. I never, I don't like being held to like one single track. They're There's all too good much. tracks. She has like 200 something songs. I can't do that. Shout out to T-Swift again. Our next guest I've known for nearly a decade now, and we always seem to cross paths, whether it's on the streets of Queen's Homecoming or in the hallways of the Rogers Communication Center or even at one of our fundraising events. Moose Bendago is someone who's always brought the best energy into my life on and off the screen. Most of you know him from his time on Big Brother Canada. But this guy has been like a little brother to me for years. <laughs> Welcome to Talking Fast, Moose. I was so proud of that intro. Wow. <laughs> that was fantastic. Thank you so much. And putting, putting the RTA degree to use. That's Right, and puts a nice bow on our whole friendship, honestly. It's crazy. It's How been long? quite an arc. Yeah, it's been nine years that we've known each other. I mean, and they were good vibes. I wanted to say, too, because the first time that I met you was running into you on the street as well. That's oh right. God, it after, was. It yeah. was. And you know what? Because you, it was so funny because it was after that. your spin event, and we had gone out to have like a post mortem on it to do just a quick like wrap up. And then we were talking about let's do the birthday event, little meeting about that. And remember, she was saying, oh, I've got this friend, Moose. He'd be perfect to DJ my birthday event. Wow. And we were walking back to my car, and we crossed paths with I you totally immediately. <laughs> and I was like, first of all, this is a crazy coincidence. And then I think you, Sarah, you pitched the idea to Moose. Yeah, on like, the street. Was on the we street. were just yeah. talking about you. We want to yeah. have you for the event. And so immediately, funny. the good vibes, like, this guy's good vibes. Because immediately, you were just like, you know what? I'm in. Let's do this. Yeah, you're like, I'm a yes man. Yes, very you much. Are. Especially you if it's in the middle of the street, that's where I'm. Like, you can catch me at my best. <laughs> yeah, there. I was like, you're a little vulnerable I too. You're just like that. good vibes to see someone. Exactly, exactly. That is true, though. That is when I first met you as well. So, for context, Moose and I've known each other since our TMU days, formerly Ryerson, whatever. But mm -hmm. not because, like we were in the same university program, mm -hmm. but that wasn't until later. He used to like, as a grade twelve, come and hang out with us in residence. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you have friends in the program, or were you just like a keener to get in there? No, both. I did have friends in the program. Yeah. And I was super keen to get in. So yeah. I was like, I need to get in with these people yeah, and make friends with them. Um, so I just like people like invited me to these sort of like to the mm -hmm. res parties and stuff like that. And then I also just wanted to get to know sport media people yeah. and how they kind of got in the program because at the time it was a little diff it was difficult to yeah. get in. So I was like, yeah. I wanted to know how these people got and in. And there was the like program. an interview process. I used to shocking was a keener in school and mm -hmm. I uh, used to run the interviews. So then like, did you when, really? Yeah, really? yeah, I ran the interviews. So like when people would come in and sign it. So when you would have signed into your interview, it would have oh, been, yeah, yeah it was yes. me sitting it there. Totally <laughs> so then you. it's like, yeah. like, so with you, Aaron Dutra, like all these people that like interviewed while well, I was like the first line of like, welcome to RTA interviews. And then it's like, I would kind of coach the people that I knew. Mm -hmm. on that what is so funny. A little insider trading, I guess. Year, <laughs> years ago, you're also marking down like, let's have Moose on the podcast <laughs> later in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all just comes full circle. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask first, so we're going to get to Big Brother Canada because that's like why you were highly requested to come on the show, by the way. That's and just, amazing. Like, people that are Big Brother fans, I don't watch the show, so I'm, I'm going to ask a lot of stupid questions after. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to talk a little bit about sport media because what people might not know is that you were like the unofficial slash became the official Raptors like hype man. Mm -hmm. And that was an era of your life and how most people knew you at the time. You've had like different eras of Moose where people know you from different things. I think that's I, You say. know, I think that is a good way to put it, actually, because I never. Yeah, it's right. That's so, right. I want to know, like, uh, why did you take sport media in school? And is that still a path that you're hoping to go down eventually one day? Yeah, I mean, um, 
I was, I've always loved sports. Like when I, ever since I was a kid, it was kind of the only way that I would, or not the only way, but it was one of the biggest ways that I could meet people. I thought that was mm -hmm. just like the biggest thing, especially in high school. I went to a really big high school. So we had like over 3000 kids. Oh my God. Yeah, we went to the, I went to the biggest high school in, in the Toronto district school board. Um, so the biggest way to get to know people was to be in clubs and be in sports teams. And mm -hmm. so I'd always, always knew that was a passion. I didn't even know sport media existed as a program until my grade 12 year. And that was when you had to apply for different programs. I didn't know what I wanted to apply to. I didn't know what I wanted to do, yeah. but I also did also, I did always have a passion for being on television or talking to a camera or yeah. something of that nature. So I knew I wanted to be in sport media and, um, you know, to, Look at it now. I mean, I got into it because I did love it and I wanted to be in front of the camera selfishly because I just mm -hmm. love talking. Yeah. That's why I'm on Talking Fast right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> I love talking. So I was just like, and I love talking about sports. Um, but, you know, looking at it now, I don't know that sports is necessarily going to be my vice in mm -hmm. the sense that I'm going to be behind a desk doing the highlights because that's what I thought was the only job that existed yeah. at the time. But we live in such a fluid, you know, society when it comes to social media and online personality and telling stories. So I think there is a path for me to get back into the sports world or still in it, talking to athletes, mm -hmm. you know, hoping to inevitably get my own show at some point to do that. But right now I don't see it as the gold star, North Star that I thought it was back then. But I still do love sports and I, I you know, it always is going to hold a special place in my heart, you know? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's kind of a good, like, starting point i think and mm -hmm. i mean you would know this too like when you go to a program like that you learn so many different types of things whether it it's all like transferable skills whether it's sports or not and just content creation in general but you're right the traditional jobs that we were both taught mm -hmm. don't really like i didn't think i was gonna have like this you know what i mean like yeah. the traditional jobs that we were both taught don't really exist the same way yeah anymore. that's kind of the case i find i mean i was also in the same program before RTA, sport media even go. existed i was like sport media came about the year after i graduated you still have to get an english minor right i yeah. did have to do the english cheers minor. we did not yeah. have to cheers <laughs> i don't have to, to worry english about minor. any of that <laughs> as i'm Woo! writing my like essay after essay after essay being like i'm not gonna use this but i mean it's a little applicable but anyway uh, most of the people that i know from the program it's a similar case, right? Where like you go in thinking that you're going to do one thing, but you're acquiring all these skills that are going to mm -hmm. be applicable to a ton of different routes. And like no matter or the, the whatever the path you kind of take, you end up doing something mm -hmm. else. We're talking about the eras of Moose already, right? Where yeah. like you have this amazing storytelling ability, the, the ability to connect with an audience clearly in a bunch of different ways. Um, so yeah, it's just, it, it's a different era, but it can, it can, it can change from day to day. I so imagine. For sure. speaking of eras, we're going to get into your reality TV era. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want it, like when you, when it got posted that you were on big brother Canada, I think, cause like, you know, everyone, you know, is like sending that shit around, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I sent it to Haley Graham and I went, this is the most on brand thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. Cause, but also granted, which. Like that wasn't the first go at reality TV for you. Yeah, you right. had other opportunities that just like didn't manifest the same way that Big Brother Canada did. That one was clearly the right opportunity at the right time. Absolutely. So how did that come about getting on the show? Like what inspired you to apply? Then what was that process like? You know, my story isn't as sexy as some other people's. I'll tell you that much. There are super fans out there who've been applying for years. There's other people who applied, you know, got got all the way to the finale of casting and then didn't make it that year. So that's something that happened to me on another show. And being on a reality TV show is as uh, being on a reality TV show has actually been a bucket list thing for me. It's not a. It was never a. 
I want to be on reality TV. It was just like, what's a cool thing that I could do when I was yeah. making my bucket yeah. list? And I was like, this is definitely a once in a lifetime experience. It seems cool. Yeah. So I made it to the finale of this other show. Didn't get it. Didn't get on. I was pretty beat up about it because without getting too deep into it, I had this guy who's my friend's uncle who like reads horoscopes for fun. Like he's a lawyer. Like he's not like he's like he's not a hippy dippy kind of guy. Yeah. But he was he like read my horoscope and he's like something really good is going to happen to you this year. That being last year. So you thought it was going to be that original reality. Yeah, exactly. So that I didn't make it. And And I was like, this guy is full. Where's the horoscope coming true? (laughs) But but he said it was next year, which was the year of 2022. Yeah. Right? Because I spoke to him in 2021. I was like, all right, this this guy is full of it. Sure enough, at the beginning of 2022, I made it on to Big Brother. (laughs) I saw, so I, I, because I had made it to the finale of casting, I was like, this is realistic. Like you can do like this. I've done you it have once, a good personality. I yeah. like, like I just thought it was impossible. The first one I applied online, I just put my thing and I was like, they're never going to hit me up. And then yeah. I got a WhatsApp message from LA. I was like, holy, like this is real. Yeah. So that kind of opened my eyes to like, this can happen. You yeah. Know? And um, I saw my friend Erica, who was on a previous season of Big Brother, who knows yes. me from my Raptors era. We used to work together on uh, the TO crew is what it's called. You like throw t-shirts and towels in the crowd. Um, she posted on her story, email this person if you want to be on Big Brother, is basically the essence of what her thing said. Yeah. And it was on a story. So like I could have missed it that day. I didn't want to apply for Big Brother. I didn't know much about Big Brother. I'd only ever watched her season and like a really old season when I was like 12 and yeah. I used to like watch Okay, TV. I saw you talking about this, which is wild for someone applying to a reality show. I mean, like think about our, our previous episode with Erica, the winner of Survivor. And it's like people study that show. Yeah, oh, they're like yeah. opposite ends of the spectrum, right? Of like someone who has watched every single second of mm-hmm. the show. You've only seen one season. I only ever and- saw one season. <laughs> and I was just, yeah, exactly. I think that's all also part of the reason they cast me. I was a newbie. Like I was yeah. going right. in as the fun guy who really didn't know what was going on. And like, yeah. I really didn't know what was going on to a yeah. certain point. I kind of understood, but um, I think Survivor is also a different beast because you got to know how to make fire on that show. There's things that you got to do. Big Brother's like, win a couple comps, make some alliances. You'll be all right. You know, you'll <laughs> you're survive. in a house. You're not like losing 25 pounds, starving yeah, on true. an island. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's not the same. So I think Survivor is like, you got to wrap your head around the scope of like how, how, you know, what it takes to win that show. Um, but I think that was part of the, you know, the lore of me. It was just like, I was a guy who didn't know what I was doing. I went in there having a good time. I just wanted to make relationships, have fun. You know, I went on the show to make friends, as corny as it sounds. I was going through a tough time with friendships mm-hmm. at the time. Um, and, you know, I'd lost friends who just like, you know, we COVID happened. Yeah. I stopped talking to people. Yeah. So I was like kind of lonely. And I was like, what better way to yeah. make friends than to be really. in a house where they got they no choice? They have to hang out. And it turned out great. I made some <laughs> I made some great friends. So that was kind of the biggest reason why, I, you know, I pursued that. And it went really well. And I was really happy yeah. with kind of how things turned out. So did it, because um, you apply and you're like, it's just a bucket list thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas some people apply on these shows and you're like, no, I'm in it for the money, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But when you get in that competitive environment mm-hmm. like you were a sports guy whatever does the competitiveness come out because i'll be honest i didn't watch your season mm-hmm. so does the competitive side come out do you then like when that's all because you can't use your phone can't do anything are yeah. you just like thinking about the game constantly and you're like oh yeah i'm gonna freaking win this thing like 100%. it just like takes over your mind you want to win like you always want to win i think everybody wants to win like nobody goes in there to be like i want to be evicted but i think you have to get to a certain point like being in there you have to get to a certain threshold to say okay i can i think i can win now yeah you can't be like in week three like i'm gonna win this thing you don't know what's gonna happen next week like you could be on the block and go yeah. home 
yeah. So you do, and I want. I went in there wanting to win the money. Like that was obviously I wanted to make friends, and like that was yeah. actually like the first priority. But the money was like I want to win the money. I want to be the winner of Big Brother. Like that is why I'm here. Yeah. And you know, obviously knowing what I know now, I feel like I could have done better, but. You know, at the time, yeah, you're very competitive. You're trying to win competitions. Like, you get pissed when you get a question wrong. You know, there's competitions where they ask you about things that have happened, and you're like, "How could I've missed that? Like, that yeah. was such an easy question." Yeah. You know, and it comes. It's the margins are so thin when it comes to winning a comp. So, like, you really got to be on it. But yeah, it definitely gets competitive. In terms of so Big Brother and then also other reality shows, would you go back? Would you yeah. compete in something again? <sighs> I, mean, I feel like the Big Brother to. Amazing Race Canada pipeline is a real thing. Like, I feel like a lot of people <laughs> yeah. do both. <laughs> I think a lot of people do both. I don't see myself on the Amazing Race right now because I don't know if I could find a partner that would be that able to do it. <laughs> yeah. that, And I mean that in the way that I'm annoying. Like, I'm super <laughs> annoying and I would be on the show where I'd like, I'd have to be a friend that really is rocking with me yeah. where they won't hate me by the end of it. Because I'll be yeah. like, yo, don't be dumb. Like, I would say things like, I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, the map is so easy. Like, you need to, like, it would be a lot of, but in the best way because yeah, like, yeah. I'd, I'd be trying to push us to win but it would need to be somebody that has a high resolve so i don't know i would see, i could see myself doing another show you know if the time uh, is right and i'm open to it but it's not one of those things that i'm chasing right now i got my own priorities at the moment so but you know the world is interesting and people have connections to everything so you never know if i'm right so in terms of priorities then what mm. are you chasing right now where I think is this is in a tiktok era right now is a, little, he's in a another little bit one. of one i think yeah. speaking of different I eras uh -huh. yeah. i swear that the moose tiktok era because you are all over my your for you page right now <laughs> and it's good stuff yeah. this is high quality content wow so you think so for That's people that don't know um whether you know moose from big brother canada whether you know him from being the raptors hype man whether you know him now from tiktok you've been doing um having people finish like the vine right things right that's kind of like what blew you up and Absolutely. those videos are insane views like tens of millions mm -hmm. what inspired you to start doing that you do it on our old campus too which i find hilarious just yes. running around tmu and i watched you try to do it at u of t too and it just was not as, as successful <laughs> right it's really funny you bring up that u of t video because i've been crucified for it online because people are like you've come during midterm season i'm like i filmed this <laughs> Wait, a month what, ago what was the u of t well, video he tried the same concept on tmu or sorry on u of t's campus instead of tmu's okay so a little bit more stuck up up. Was that the vibe? <laughs> Listen, I'll I'm, call, I'm not I'll, saying you know anything. What? I'll do it. I'll call them out right now. U of T, it's a more prestigious program than TMU for some things, but yeah. I find the people to be more stuck up. I'm the sorry fact that they there. would even know it's midterm season. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really funny. It's really funny because the comments, the best comments are the U of T students who are like, it's UFT, man. What did you expect? And I'm like, <laughs> I know. Because my friend was like, let's go there. I'm like, let's not go to UFT. Like, please. Yeah. But then other people who are like from the US or like other schools are just like, these people clearly seem busy and in a rush. So you don't understand. I'm like, you guys don't understand. You don't understand. Yeah. I know UFT <laughs> and I knew this was going to happen. And I also, I'm, I'm rivals to them. I used yeah. to go to all the sports games. You know this at campus. Yeah, that's right. I was Rampack. a part of the Ram I'm a very passionate person. I have a lot of school pride, whether or not yeah. other people do. I don't care. And I don't like UFT at its core because they we never have. We never against will. them. I'm with never you. have, never you know? will. I'm sure they're fine people. We, yeah. but we in ride terms of with a the, rivalry. You know, rivalry. We, we ride, what are they now? The bold. We ride with the yes, bold. Yes, we ride with the bold. <laughs> Corny as it might be, you know? So, I, how did that idea come to be? And did you ever think it would be this successful? Um, Honestly, no. I do. So, the, re, the I initially wanted to do finish the meme. That was, the, oh, okay. that was the, like in cool. general. Yeah, that yeah. was the first idea. It was finish the meme. And I filmed with my friend, uh, Young. Shout out Deviation TV because I wouldn't be here without him. Um, you guys can follow him on TikTok as well. He's got a bunch of stuff. But 
I was like, I want to do finish the meme, but it turned out the first memes I chose were vines and that was an accident. Right. But I think Vine also stole some memes that were like YouTube memes. That yeah, it's all you know, meme, it was like recycled, right? Recycled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like there's like like there's stuff that like I don't know, like this is a random example, but like remember interior crocodile alligator? I drive a Chevrolet movie theater. That's from YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. from YouTube, yeah, yeah. but it became popular on Vine. On Vine. Yeah. And yeah. then came popular on TikTok, right? So it's yeah. like so I think there was a couple that were on Vine but were YouTube memes okay yeah. but it turned out and they were like people i'll be like we love these vines and i was like oh but you know what oh Ma- my god that might be the best way for it to cross over it's like if it's been popular on other platforms maybe that's the idea that like yeah. it, it's well known enough that people are going to be able to finish it right yeah exactly so i just went and then i was like all right time to go the down the vine rabbit hole yeah. so because the first one popped and i was like the people like this and then i just went down the vine rabbit hole did two of the same like i had like four that i was using consistently did Two videos like that, and people were like, "We're sick of it. Get new vines." <laughs> and I had seven videos lined up <laughs> with those same vines. I was like, "Gotta go to the drawing board." So then I brought I brought in new vines, and then there was the one video specifically that you're talking about that kind of shot up my trajectory, and it was like it hit like 30 million views, and I went up 40,000 followers in a day. Oh wow! And it was like, and you don't hear about those types of numbers anymore on TikTok, to be honest. Yeah. Like, even, like especially the growth of like the following. Yeah. Mm. And so for anyone not familiar, essentially. Essentially, it's like a man on the street style interview where right. you go up to people and you say the first half of the meme mm-hmm. and they are expected yeah, to Yeah, so it's it. unprompted for those that don't know. So it's unprompted. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not like he's going, we're going to go with some vines. Like he's just going to say like. Like it's a little Billy on the street yeah, style yes, where they exactly. don't expect mm-hmm. what's coming next. So yes. Do people now when you like, have you, because you filmed, banked a bunch of those, filmed them. But I now did. do people like recognize you on the campus and make it harder? Like people <laughs> want to be in the video? You know what? Unfortunately, a good amount of people do recognize me now. Now, and I say unfortunately because it's much harder to get the videos across for two reasons. One, you have the people that are, are want to run up to me and do it because I'm yeah. not do, I'm not doing the vines only, right? I'm doing a lot of other videos, and I don't want to get pigeonholed into this like vine guy thing. You know, exactly. it's great, and I've been doing videos, but I there's a lot of other content that's on my page. So people come up to me and they're like, "So." finish the vine i'm like no i'm not asking i'm not asking that i want to know your worst date experience and they still will do the interview but then i get other people who run the opposite way just avoid me like they make eye contact with me guys and they literally look and they're like Uh like you see it in their face they're like go or like or they take that they take a huge like outside route yeah my path Sometimes I run them down, which is fun, and, and, and I like doing that. But, um, yeah, some people just, like, run the other way. Mm-hmm. And I also get messages sometimes of people who are just like, oh, my God, I wasn't ready. I didn't know. I would have known <laughs> if you told me. That's, like, my, that's the I whole think, point. Yeah, <laughs> I think my favorite is when I, the meme could be something that could be, like, a genuine question. Yeah. And they just try to answer you just like a, like a friendly person. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like that nine plus ten one. Yeah, dead air. Yeah, when they give you exactly, exactly. The one girl, she's like nineteen. She's like, she's one of the ones I thought was the funniest. She's like nineteen. I'm like, come on, nine plus ten. She's like nineteen. She's dude. like, she are came, you dumb? She, she fully came from U of T. She just happened <laughs> yeah. to be like on the. She happened on to be on campus. Exactly. Yeah. So Has, it was, it's been pretty good. So I mean, like I've known you for a long time, and you've always been like this outgoing, like creative person, but you're really like thriving and creating your own content right now. Do you think like being on big brother and like being on reality TV and being that like, I don't know, I guess it, it, did it show you that you could use all of that as a separate career path? Cause before that you were working at other places or like bouncing around doing freelance yeah. stuff or whatever. Did it show you that you could do your own stuff and succeed in it? For sure. I, I don't think that, 
um, Big Brother was the catalyst for that happening for me. I always wanted to do my own thing. Yeah. And I knew I was going to do TikTok inevitably. Or at some point, I was going to be like, let me yeah. take this on seriously. So you talk about like banking videos. I just deaded my TikTok for a month. I had like whatever, 2,000 followers because I was making dumb videos once every week. Yeah. You know? So, um, which is honestly an interesting question I have for you because I want to know when you started going in like super serious with your TikTok. I went in serious when I lost all my work in the pandemic and I mandated three videos a day for myself in March of 2020. Wow, that's what you did. And then how how many videos were you did you bankroll? Did you just go at it and you did them I, every day? I did brand new videos, three videos a day every You're day. Insane. For the first two years of my life uh, on TikTok, actually up until... For the first two years, it wasn't... <laughs> she was newborn. For the first <laughs> the hustle is TikTok real. Yeah. Okay, so up until a month ago, I filmed absolutely everything in app. I posted in real time in the moment and did everything daily real time jacob's smiling going like yep yeah. the only thing that wasn't that's was shocking. sponsored content you're insane i no, i i know that's why my mental health is down the drain <laughs> yeah. and why i go to therapy now yeah, so wow. i've changed the way i do it now but i used to never bank content and yeah. if i did bank content it would only be because i'm like gonna be busy or on vacation or something but wow. vlogs are in the moment always. you know what i'm gonna give you props because i could i couldn't even touch you if you asked <laughs> me to do that i couldn't even do that so how do you shoot then yeah, so yeah, I, do, like, do you shoot for hours at a time and then just bank it all so what i did initially was i was like I'm, i want two to three videos a day initially mm -hmm. i was like three videos a day so then i did um i had 90 pieces of content oh my for, god for i think it was november november december january so I had 90 pieces of content or about about there it was like 75 pieces of content. And I was like, okay, I got it. Yeah. Did a bunch of videos and just was posting, 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 posting. That's what it was. Three times a day, every day. I put up my TikTok on business account to schedule them because you can't do that on a personal account. Mm -hmm. um, so then I was doing that three times a day. And then, you know, the growing grew, grew, grew. And then I had two videos that did really well that got me to like 40K. Mm -hmm. It was at like, I think it was at like 10 to 20. And then it, I kind of got two videos that popped off back to back that like threw me up to 40K. And then I posted the Vine videos and then it went from 40 That's to 80 and then exactly. And then I posted a couple more of the Vine ones. So I had banked up until like basically I started December 1st posting. I had banked videos up until like January, like February 1st, February 3rd. And then everything was done. And in that time, I spent more time filming. So I was like. I was like, you're always working ahead. It's like what we do right. with this podcast. We yeah. do about a month out for the yeah. show. It's the same thing. So I, yeah, I was just always working ahead. But now I'm now I'm behind. Now I'm like I can barely do one a day because um, I've been doing sponsored posts as well and that takes up a little bit of time and I'm trying to catch up a little bit. So I mean, I'm not going to beat myself up about it, but I, I'm a little behind now. So I got to get back into having a bunch of stuff ready. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm always interested in it from like the brand partnership, the business side of things too, mm -hmm. which you just alluded to. So have that, has that started for you, the partnerships? Yeah, yeah. The par yeah, people have been, people have been messaging me. I've actually had to reject a few that, you know, I kind of didn't really align with my brand, but there's been some that have done really well and people I've worked with. Yeah, I think I saw one too. It was the craft dinner one. And I'm always interested right. in like, how is it going to be, how is a partnership going to be integrated into you know, a mm -hmm. person's individual niche, their style of content. Mm -hmm. But for this one, I honestly didn't even know it was a branded collaboration until like halfway through. I'm like, oh, it's paid partnerships here. Yeah. This is so smart, right. which is the how do you eat, right? I was like, how do you eat your craft dinner with mm -hmm. a spoon or a fork? I was just like, this is such an obvious question that anyone might ask anyway. Mm -hmm. 
So is this like on yeah. the business perspective of things, is that where you want to take it with like TikTok more also as a career opportunity as well? Like where are you going to take TikTok oh, here on? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm definitely going to still focus on my own stuff and do my own sort of things. I've got some videos coming up that I think are going to be in the vein of, of the Vine stuff that are going to hopefully do really well, which I'm excited to film. So I'm uh, my number one thing is, oh, is never to lose focus on my own videos and my mm -hmm. own content. Like no matter what, no matter how many brand deals come through, I got to stay true to what I've been doing, which is the authentic authentic, yeah. funny things that people have enjoyed from the start. But I'm definitely uh, dipping into the branded world now. I, I, I always try to let them know that they have to align with what works for me. Um, you know, I'm still learning. Like I don't know a lot of things and I'm sure as you were figuring out as you were first going and you were, you know, dealing with it, yeah. like it's, I was just, I'm learning a lot, like how much I should be being paid for these things, you know, but I think my style is so integratable to be able to talk about something in the mm -hmm. street makes it really, really easy to ask questions about a brand or a product. For sure. um, so I think I'm pretty lucky in that sense that it's, it's just like, all right, how are we going to seamlessly talk about our brand while this guy interviews people? Yeah. Um, so no, I'm definitely trying to take it in that route, but my, my long, long game is to hopefully have my own show. That's, that's what I'm trying to do. Um, you know, whether it's a YouTube thing, whether it's a Netflix thing, you know, I have, I have a couple of ideas brewing, but I want to take TikTok as far as it goes, including Instagram socials, make money off of that full time so I can basically travel the world because that's something I've always wanted as a job where I can travel. I've mm -hmm. always had that in my mind. So as long as I can travel anywhere I want, that's the main goal. And then hopefully parlay that into having my own show. Achieve just smart because a lot of people and like a lot of people don't have it. I say I would say that you do. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense yes. with what you've been talking about with like, you know, talking about broadcasting in university. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're all, or maybe not obviously, if people aren't familiar with you, but you're also a DJ yes. out there in front of people all the time on reality TV. Like, you're a person, you're a big personality, but also an engaging one, right? And I think that that's maybe the most important and thing. And I think, like, what's important to know, and it's like, you literally have not, in nine years I've known you, you've not changed. Like, the moose <laughs> that you guys see on, like, Big Brother, like, talking here, whatever, like, you're the exact same person, I which is... I appreciate that. Thank no, you. but it's true, and it's like, that's why I have, like... That's why it doesn't surprise me. You're like, no, I'm like already making it that brands need to know what my content is, what like I want, what I want to do. Like we like, like I said earlier, like we, it was not surprising when you went on a reality show. Cause it was like, mm -hmm. it just made such perfect sense for you because mm -hmm. of how like bright of a personality you are. And also just like great energy. Like, and you've always been that way. So that's why, I mean, if you think you're going to have a show, like I think you will, like you just seem to be someone that puts your mind to something and does it. So yeah, I hope so. We'll see if it's in the cards. I'm just, but I'm also the type of person who's just like very free and I'm like, it'll happen. I like, I need to plan stuff. That well, I know. You, you need to go back to that. I was going to say earlier on, we didn't touch on it, but the lawyer who loves reading horoscopes or whatever, <laughs> go back. You need to like get a segment on the pod with him or something, or you need to get him on your TikTok somehow and yeah. like do some horoscope readings to I just honestly, see where we're at. I honestly should. Yeah. He's, um, yeah, he's 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 a very interesting guy too. Like he's like he's made his money as a lawyer, but then he was like, "Let me read your horoscope." I was like, "Who is, like, what is this is guy?" That? What an what an interesting juxtaposition. Yeah, I know, I know. So Jacob briefly touched on the DJ thing. Is that still something that you enjoy doing, or is it more of just a way to like make money on the side now? Like, what's? Oh, I love DJing. You love it. Oh I mean, yeah, you can tell that you love it too. It's so fun. I've always wanted to DJ. It's just like I've loved it. How did you get right. into it? Because it's something like it's. It, 
yeah how, how, how i just start? okay so i always used to do i don't know if you guys ever used to mess with these like you remember, you know like virtual dj like yeah on, like on yeah, like yeah. this is and this is like pre like even when the mac was popular like on my windows pc i remember when this like was kind of a thing oh my god like mixing on yeah, it. yeah yeah so yeah. i used to do that all the time when i was a kid and then during the pandemic i hosted a couple of online music festivals and in between oh, wow. yeah so in between people's things uh performances i would like i was like djing but i was using this online virtual dj thing and i'm like this is hot garbage like i need a controller <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i can't be doing this so you know i hosted these online music festivals they went okay we raised some money for charity um and i and then i bought my it was it was one of those things where the universe kind of slapped me in the face i was my one of my friends dad's had an old controller that he never used he bought it because he used to scratch he yeah. used to scratch yeah. on like old he got records like all on his wall and he bought this electric one and he's just like you know what i thought i was going to do the technological thing not i'm not going to do, do it. it sold it to me for 500 bucks which is way beneath any market price of even like the worst controllers go for that much like the cheapest lowest if i look end. on amazon like that's like the first yeah. exactly so but this was like a very good controller. at that price you have to get into it you gotta, oh, get, yeah, you gotta yeah. give it a try exactly i was like yeah i'm all in so i bought the controller and then and during the pandemic, I was just DJing every day at my house because there was nothing to do. I was I was mm -hmm. out of a job just before I kind of transitioned into the job that I got. I was just DJing at home and like learning and I watched videos and I think I forget what that Alice in Wonderland. I watched her videos because she made videos during the pandemic of how to DJ like beginning. Right. Yeah. So I watched her videos and that's how I got into it. And sure enough, I've like just been growing and growing. I see myself performing on a big stage one day in front of a lot of people. That's how yeah. I always perform is like I imagine that there's like thousands of people watching me. Yeah. I won't become a tour DJ. I will say like I'm saying sorry. I might be a tour DJ, but I won't be like a Calvin Harris type. Right. No, like but, I won't be Zed. No, but it's like a good like to bring all this together. Like there's like live shows where like reality TV stars go on live shows or these types mm -hmm. of things that you can then like, it's also just like another skill set to have yeah. for you as well. I remember I, it's because when I was like, Oh my friend Moose is a DJ. So we hired you for their sick kids event, which was like sold out. There's like 250 people there. Mm -hmm. One, it was like, I knew you DJ, but like, I didn't know you like, actually you know what i mean i was like oh yeah well, yeah, yeah, and I'm, yeah, and I knew, yeah i'm like well moose is a good dude and he'll just like do it and bring it energy i kind of forgot about the whole big brother thing uh -huh. so i was like meeting girls at the show and they all go you have to tell me is that moose from big brother Canada? <laughs> and i was like i was like oh right and then you come up to like i come up to you like at the dg booth yeah. you're like dude like half these people have come to me with big brother i was like right i forgot that it yeah. would have been a lot of crossover like the people that watch like my tiktoks versus the people absolutely that watch big brother. it was a lot of crossover 100%. so that was such a funny like worlds all colliding and coming together night but yeah, it you was. killed it aside from me being annoying and asking for more taylor swift <laughs> hey, every two seconds listen you, you were the booker you were allowed to you were allowed to request <laughs> anything and then when we booked uh moose again he goes i downloaded every single taylor, taylor swift, swift oh album. yeah yeah he goes i have it already yeah, we're good. i had a folder called sarah jenkins <laughs> it's still there and it never will go away no, no way so you're There'll also like more. a mainstay yeah. at some toronto bars as well right so if i ever come up to you on a night out and i just go like at bar pull poet up this, throw up the sarah jenkins folder it's yeah like we're gonna it's have gonna, some goodies. it's just gonna be some taylor swift Listen, and <laughs> people love people love taylor swift everywhere as you guys know so there's yeah. always a table of people singing whenever i put on taylor would you swift. ever dj a wedding like if somebody oh asked? yeah i've been asked to do weddings before i did a, a stag and dough i was recently. just at a stag and dough on oh, the yeah. weekend. okay yeah. this is what i'll say about djs as well as like you have as at least as far as i'm concerned mm -hmm. like you have to be a good kind of performer and keep the like the energy of the room up and mm -hmm. that's not just like playing the right music that's also like, like what you energy, bring to yeah. like the dj booth too yeah and i've seen speaking about weddings but also at bars in any other case 
is the opposite of probably what you want to bring to it. It's like you yeah. can have some dead ass energy with some of the DJs that yeah. are out there. But they're, they're there to do work and like go home, you know? And, and I get it as a job. Like for some of them, it's just like, they're like, all right, I'm done. But, but like even like, I remember like being back behind the booth with you and you're like, I'm like, play this one next. Me drunk, not knowing how it works. And you're like, yeah, 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 I'm going to build up to it. I go, what does that mean? You're like, build up? I, I want you throw the BPM on right now because I want to hear this track. And he's like, no, there's a BPM. You gotta, I got to build up to it. I go, and then in hindsight, I understand now. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I get it. You have to build up to it. So you like, Do you deal with that a lot? You must, right? Like, yeah, wild requests. Yeah, all. people ask. People request all the time. I don't mind requests. I'm, I'm in my I'm in my taking requests era, to be honest. <laughs> okay. I don't mind. I'm still young. I'm still new. I like, you know, I'm, I'm learning. Learning, so but once I get to the point where I know I'm good enough and like nobody can talk to me I'll be like yo sorry man yeah, you no. know but not now Feel free to era, request. throw back go listen to the Preston Pablo episode because what's what was he talking about speaking of different he DJ won't... eras it's like the uh, shh, what's that called the, the cryo era, the cryojet era. Oh my gosh! I need, I need the moose cryojet. <laughs> yeah, era. yeah, yeah. Coming soon. <laughs> you know, for a second, just before we transition, I thought you said Pedro Pascal for a second because a lot of people tell me I look like him. What? I know. <laughs> That's how I felt. Okay, but I think it's from the top. I think it's from here no. up. I can see with the especially with the glasses okay, on, right? On. No, no, with the glasses on. Yeah, you know. Oh, what? your, I see uh, it. your eyes. That's in why. profile, I see this. I get a lot. I get a lot of TikTok comments saying this dude looks like Pedro Pascal, and I was like, who is this He's guy? He's also top of mind right now. Yeah, so that's exactly. That's exactly. You Sorry, I just thought you said that. All that. day though, that's a good uh -huh. comparison. Yeah, it is a good one. Yeah. So we are going to go to our voicemail segment, and you're going to try to give some people advice slash just. You know, answer oh, a couple gosh. more questions. Okay, sounds good. Welcome back to our voicemail segment. If you have a question, you want some advice, uh, you can email us at talkingfastshow at gmail.com. You can also DM us on Instagram at talkingfastshow. Mm -hmm. I also do a call out every single Monday on Instagram. So just a reminder, voicemail eventually will take real callers. So stay tuned. Wow. We, I'm just saying stay tuned. That. that could be a year from now. Who knows? Who knows? Okay, it so might be next week. first, first question. <laughs> How do you, and you're a Toronto man, so you've lived here your whole life. Pretty much. I was born in Regina, Saskatchewan, though. Which is wild. So we can put that on the record. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, how do you make friends in Toronto? Jeez. Do I have to pick up the phone? No, no okay. but you could if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is how I make friends. No, okay. Uh, this is how I make friends in Toronto. You, you know what? I, you I, go on a reality TV show. I just want to be positive. <laughs> the thing is, I want to be positive, but part of me wants to say that Toronto is a frustrating place. No, to we could be, no, be real about it. No, be real about it. Like, it know, really is. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, like to be honest, it's just Toronto has gotten clickier and clickier the older I've gotten. And what 100%. I mean by that is, like, there's a group of people that will like each other, and then your consensus of how they feel about you is like the group's consensus. Yeah. Which is frustrating. So it's like, and if you want to get in, it's like, well, do we all like you right now in this moment at the bar, or do we all not like you? It's like, let me just be friends with one of you. I'm just trying to make friends. So, you know what? I will say, the best way to make friends anywhere, including Toronto, is to go, go, out, go out by yourself. Mm -hmm. And I know that's scary for a lot of people and that I know some true. people would never do it But honestly you go to a concert alone you go to uh, you go to like even the bar alone I don't really like going out like that to like the clubs and drinking really but like going to you know 
going bowling. I go bowling alone sometimes. You just talk to the people that are next to you. Like you might not make lifelong friends, but you might make friends that you see all the time. Even yeah. at the gym, I see people at the gym. They're not my friends that I ride or die with, but like some of them I know I could probably excel our friendship and talk to them more. Yeah. So honestly, just don't be afraid to talk to people. Have Just start the conversation, I think is another one too. I think people are afraid to like- Be the first person to start a conversation. To say yeah. something. And you could say anything. Just talk about, like be like, oh, you're wearing Converse at the gym. Like, you know, classic, I, me too, or something. You know, yeah. just like breaking the barrier will always help. What's so interesting is my friend Ashley, who had moved from New York to Toronto, she always said, Toronto, everyone's really nice, but they're not friendly. In the, in the sense that like everyone here has their cliques that they've had forever and mm -hmm. they're not really welcoming to new people Absolutely. to come in. And like, I even see, like, I mean, like I'm, I still ride with my friends from university and now I, I get it. If you went to university somewhere else and you moved to the city at like 28, 29 years old, like other than coworkers where you're supposed to meet people. Mm -hmm. So you're right. I think going to things alone, rec league sports is a really good one. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Yes. I've met a lot of good friends. And in like you meet sports. people from the craziest, like other industries you otherwise never would have yes. crossed paths yeah. with, which I love. Yeah. And there's a lot of teams, especially if you're a woman that always need like women on their team. 100%. So there's always like fill in spots. My you, team, my team needs women. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> on the weekly we need. If you're there is, if you're in Toronto, the For whatever rec league if you soccer. can get in yeah. like the uh, the female WhatsApp group, female subs group is huge. Yeah. But I, yeah, you're right. I think you do have to put yourself out there and go to things alone, and that's the only way that you're gonna be forced into your comfort zone to meet yeah, other people. Exactly. So yeah, it's just like and, and also follow through. If you want to hang out with somebody, you gotta make the commitment Not and the, follow yeah. through. Like oh my god, yeah, let's hang out. Like yeah, it's like <laughs> no one ever follows through I others. Know. You know? Yeah. That's know. yeah. That's one thing. And one thing I'll add to it. I'm like the worst at this is but like making plans that aren't a, like a work project I'm the worst at just like let's go and work on this together let's like start a project together mm -hmm. you, like there is something to be said about just making a plan to do nothing but hang out yeah you know what I mean? uh, especially Toronto in the summertime just walk around yes it's exactly. a great a city dude hate a park bring a frisbee just go alone to Bellwoods. Yeah. set go to Bellwoods with a frisbee and a bottle of wine and you'll make tons of friends oh literally yeah. like, I, I go ask people to play spike ball all the time like, yes, I'll be exactly. with friends and I go play spike ball with people the and thing make friends is, all the time what people don't realize is most people want want that like yeah. like oh, you absolutely. just have to be the, like I've learned more in adulthood that like if I'm just the one that goes hey like we should go actually for dinner. When are you free? This like, and you actually make the plans. Like almost every conversation I have with people that are new friends that I've made in adulthood, they go, "Oh my god!" Like I'm just so happy you actually followed up. I'm just so not good at like mm -hmm. reaching out. Like most people are just too timid. So if you are the person that yeah. reaches out, I think you'll be good. Yeah. And speaking about reaching out, so voicemail question number two: How do you stay in touch with friends and family with the chaos of everyday life? You know what? I have a very easy answer for this, and it's going to sound dumb, but you got to call when you remember. No, this is a no. This is a good That's tip. Good advice. No, I've heard the same thing. You just like, you just randomly FaceTime people or call them, and most people love a random phone call because if they pick up, it was meant to be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like my yeah. So my one of my good friends, DX, who lives in LA, asked me the same question because he was like, "Man, I feel bad. I haven't called my homies in a while." I'm like, "Call your and call them." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I know, but it's been so long." I'm like, "So call them." That's the you gotta just call. Like when you remember, because all. All, whoever asks this question and or people who feel like this, they go, damn, I really, I really wish I called my cousin. I haven't spoken or I, re I wish I could see them. I haven't spoken to them in a while. 
and then they just die. The, 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 die, the thought dies there. You should call them right there yeah. immediately in that moment because whether or not they pick up, yeah. they will see that you called and then either call you back, text you, or even if they don't call, you'll probably call them again yeah. because you're like, you missed my last call. And then if they don't answer a couple times, then, then you have an answer about where <laughs> yeah, exactly. your relationship is. Yeah, but then all sure. you have to go is like, I was thinking about you, like it's been a while. And it's yeah, that simple, right? It's so, so easy. Yeah. I think that's good advice because it's I've tried ske- with friends, especially that don't live in the city. It's like I've tried scheduling FaceTimes. And so- there's always a reason to push it off. There's always a reason mm-hmm. to do it. Now I've moved into the just like thinking about you. I'll just call you up. Why don't and you it's just good to do that one on one too because sometimes I'll fall into the trap of like if I have a good core group of friends I'm like oh we all have to hang out together no. yeah. I can only catch up with this person if like we're in a group setting yeah. and like going out to a bar going yeah. to dinner or something like yeah. that as opposed to just catching up with one person one on one that's how you build the solid relationships and also yeah. right? call your parents they will yeah. love it just call your parents I live with my parents though okay, I, so. I, I you're gonna go you're I'm like, like I'll I, see them I in about an hour um so this question felt fitting and now you've already already been on a reality show but mm-hmm. if you could go on any reality show what would it be and i'm gonna add to this question and go it could be two different answers which one do you think you could actually win Ooh, this is tough i've always wanted to go on survivor Same. that was like my childhood reality Same. show could I win it? I don't know. I think I might overplay the social game. So it might be a split answer for me, but I have to think about what I could win. That's mm. tough. I always thought I could win the circle. Really? I was going to say that for you too, but you would have to be a catfish. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I've thought about this. I've only seen the first season of the circle, but I was like, immediately I would be just like, I don't know, hot girl or something. Yeah, like but that. the thing is, I, you could play any. The thing is, I feel like you could play any catfish. Like you could play hot guy, <laughs> like you know, gay uh, girl. Is that, uh, Moose, is that a catfish? That- I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just saying. If you used yourself, that'd be too easy to be a hot guy. You know what I mean? We need like, the we need the classic circle. Yeah, hot yeah, guy. yeah. The guy who's got like I don't know, like oil all over his body. Yeah, for exactly. sure, for sure. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. So I think that is very much. I think you would do great on the circle, and I think you could win the circle too. I think I could win as the yourself circle. though. Exactly, because I think people would think it's fake. I think people would think I'm a catfish if I yeah. am myself. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, it, I think I'd she's ha- too nice. I think I'd have too weird of a job. Like, mm-hmm. like. Also, I would never cast on any reality TV show because I am a television producer that don't want somebody that <laughs> works <laughs> in TV. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they'd like it. But that's the one I think I could win. I've always wanted to go on Survivor, though. Yeah. I think that's like the trade-off. What about you? What do you think you could win, and what other one would you want to go on? <sighs> okay, so I we're manifesting right now. If you ever would go on another. Now one. that I know the keys to winning Big Brother, I think I could go back on Big Brother and win. They have to do a celebrity. Ooh. Everyone, or not somebody a returning season for Canadian maybe, eventually right maybe that might happen depending on how the, the the show goes I will say though everybody who comes off the show feels that way but I genuinely I knew nothing like I went from knowing nothing to playing which gives me the, the I, get, I know the concept of the game I don't know the concept of other seasons or other yeah. things that happen like I know how to play the game as opposed yeah. to knowing how the game should be played yeah, you're not yeah. going to emulate someone else yeah. or the strategy that other people yeah. do so I think if I went on Big Brother I really could, could win, win. Um, but outside of that I actually really want to go on the mole Ooh, oh it looks yeah it looks so cool. good it looks yeah. so cool and i think there was an old version of the mole and yeah, this is like they brought it back yeah yeah so the mole would be a big one for me i feel like i feel like i could win the mole that's why like especially if i was the mole i think i'd just be likable enough and like make be suspicious enough that people are always like ah oh, it's Moose. no it's like, too obvious yeah, it can't be him <laughs> but i would just be like yeah come on like it's not, it's not me guys. and also if you get into that little netflix reality universe and you get to go yeah. on the other shows oh, I can see you and in all that of for sure. that yeah exactly Absolutely. i don't know i couldn't do a dating show though at no. least that's how i feel now 
Oh, that's what you know he, we'll what? play this back if he ends up. Haley, on a- listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested. What do you think you could win? I've always, I've always thought that I could win uh, the Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this reaction by both of you says otherwise. So oh I'll my see God. myself. <laughs> Wait, but isn't it the Bachelorette? Like it's your own. No, no, no I'm the Bachelor. Yeah, exactly. No, but you don't win the Bachelor but if you're the you Bachelor. Did. Like, what do you mean that you you get to you pick from the, You're the last guy. <laughs> you are. I want well, just. You're the prize. <laughs> you're the prize. The Bachelor. I, I win love. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I've already won. <laughs> okay, that's a great right. spot to end the episode. Thank you so much, Moose, for coming on. Thank, Thank you, Moose. guys. I appreciate it. Oh my gosh. There you go. Can I open it now? Yep. It's like self care slash um because you're a little content creator now. Oh so I got God, you a really amazing. big Red Bull. Guys, I don't eat sugar. I I'm sorry. Hate oh. drinks. No, I'm totally kidding. This. Oh, is okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm about to cut all. You know of what's this. no? You know what's actually wild is this is my favorite type of chocolate. Okay. Oh, yeah. This and Hershey's cookies and cream are my. That top was a too. pure guess. So one A one B. I'm glad. I also Hell every yeah. time I buy. Reese's though I'm like what if they're allergic to peanut butter like <laughs> so it's been a shock. we got, we got you a little amazing. baby like ring light thing for you to Yo, put oh yeah. this is so clutch. and you, know, you said your camera's bad so the lighting will help so. yeah I'm gonna get a new iPhone just specifically for this little toy and then what's this it's Vaseline you talk a lot so your lips will get dry <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know what it's very funny I gotta shout out my girl cash cache she always wears lip product always and I never do, and she crucifies, crucifies me for it. But so I don't I'm, have crusty lips. <laughs> I'm not but saying I'll, you did. I'm just saying that, like, when you're talking a lot, yeah, stuff, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it all goes yeah, hand sure, in hand. Sure, sure. <laughs> for sure. Anyways. I'm, I'm going to use it, though. Okay, good. Yeah. I appreciate uh, this so and much. And there's a little card amazing. and stuff in there for you. Oh, I don't want to read the card now. I'll cry on camera. I don't want that. Thank you so much for coming on Talking Fast. Thank uh, you. Now is your chance to self promo. Your camera's right there. Um. All right, guys. So first and foremost, make sure that you love yourself every day and um, be happy. And if you ever stumble upon my social media, they'll probably tag it. And if they don't, they don't. But you'll see me on your For You page and hopefully your TVs one day. So enjoy your life. That's a good. We've had a couple good heartwarming plugs at the end. That's pretty good. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Fast. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, five stars, all the good things. We don't want negative energy here. I hope you have a wonderful day and we will see you all next time. Peace. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.